Bush and Richie here with your home time show podcast. If you might have missed the show, you might have been busy, you might have got stuff going on, people starting to get back to normal a little bit, going into work, etc., etc. And you probably had a panic attack now, maybe sat up, bolt upright in bed thinking, oh my God, I missed home time today, what am I going to do? Well, this is it. This is all the best bits for you right on a platter, isn't it, Richie? It is indeed. Uh, and you're going to hear you're going to hear a show, uh, that's for certain, uh, but you're going to hear a show uh, that might, if you have just salt, bolt, uh, sat bolt upright, right in bed uh, you're going to hear something that will probably end up giving you nightmares i would suggest and uh, that is well let's let's just crack on and you'll hear it what do you do is it have you i don't want to give anything away have you still got the noise next to you can you make the noise of what you were talking about in this that people are about to i hear? had to go and take <gasps> the noise but not just that the thing that was helping make the noise i had to go and take it and put away to make it safe Ah, oh, well, listen, I've still got my thing that made a noise next to me. Shall I do that as like a little teaser? You can do it, but is yours going to give the same nightmares? It's just going to make people think they're in a pub toilet. Don't, this is not a... Have a listen to this. Could be a chainsaw. I'd leave that one a few minutes, mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. It does sound like a pub's hand dryer, doesn't it? It really does. <laughs> yeah. Terrifyingly so. It's it's actually when it turns off. Yeah, the little noise where it goes. <sighs> Absolute radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Bush and Richie here with Hometime. It's Absolute Radio on a Tuesday night. We're in the no repeat guarantee. You ain't going to hear the same song twice right the way till, I don't know, five o'clock, something like that. Right. I need to explain to you why I am surrounded by sharp knives in this house. Well, the Arsenal uh, was... game wasn't that bad, was it? <laughs> I mean, come on. It's, it's the North London derby. Anything could happen. That is two days running. This show has started with a little pop at Arsenal's defeat of the weekend. This cannot go on. Uh, no, it's not due to that. Um, we had a house of very, very blunt knives. I needed to order a knife sharpener, so I did. And it turned up yesterday evening. I was surprised when it arrived. It was one of these purchases online where I certainly thought what I ordered was going to be a lot bigger than what turned up. But what turned up was this little knife sharpener, and I mean little, probably the size of a small jar of Marmite. And I thought, oh, it's a little bit small, not what I was expecting. Went online, found a YouTube video of how to operate this thing, and then sharpened my first knife. And I tell you, I have not had such fun for such a long time. What a great noise sharpening a knife makes. What a great sensation to then mercilessly slice through a tomato with a sharp knife. Not to eat it, just to see how sharp your blade is. And Bush, for the next 25 minutes, Anything that had an edge, I went around the house sharpening it. And you cannot move for razor edges in this house. I bet you felt like the uh, dog Tanyan in the opening sequence where he shreds a uh, Maris Piper <laughs> potato with his rapier. <laughs> Very much like it. And if dog Tanyan do was around, I could do that. If you that threw a potato right in now. the air, little experiment, if you threw a Maris, Maris Piper potato, any potato, in the air, yep. could, would you be able to slice through it with what you've done to that knife? What I'd want to do is I'd want to make sure that the knife was strapped to my hand, but yes, I'm sure the blade would go through the potato. I just wouldn't want the blade to slip out of my hand. 
Okay, well, I mean, I would love to. I'd love to see a video of you with a, a knife gaffer taped to your own hands, trying to <laughs> hack to pieces a potato in the top room in your house. What a fantastic <laughs> memento of the lockdown! Thing is, I have to hold my hands up. I've become obsessed with this thing. It's it's a bit of a gadget obsession. I've spent too much time sharpening knives. I don't need them all sharp at once, but because I love this thing, I can't stop. So I want to find out: is there a gadget that you are obsessed with right now that you're using way, way, way too much, far too much? It's a gadget obsession. If there is, eight twelve fifteen for your texts. Tweet us at Absolute Radio. Want to hear about your gadget obsessions? And if you're Good, Bush. During the next song, I will go downstairs and I will bring up my knife sharpener and do some live sharpening on this show. What about the Maris Piper potato? Because I need some form of closure on this by five o'clock. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So we asked you, are you obsessed with a gadget right now in your house? You're using it a little bit too much. I had a knife sharpener turn up yesterday and for around about half an hour yesterday evening, I did not stop sharpening blades in this house. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, all right then. There we go. Where's the potato? I want to see you slice a potato in midair like Dog Tanyon and the Musker Hounds. I've, I couldn't find a Maris Piper potato in the kitchen, but I have brought up the sharpest blade in the household with me right now to do a bit okay. more sharpening. All right. Okay. So this this tiny little thing, stick it down on the Can desk. I just say, can I just say before yeah. we do this demonstration, we had a, yeah. a brief show meeting at the end of last night's Home Time show. Yes, we do plan this. And you were moaning about the fact that it had turned up and it wasn't what you expected. Yeah, because it was way smaller. Sounds like the old uh, photocopier back at our office. It's making me nostalgic. Listen to that. Oh. Bit more, bit more, bit more. Go on, bit more slidey. That's a good noise, isn't it? Oh, it's a great noise, and I've got a sharp blade in my hand right now, my friend. So Do you know what it sounds me? like? Give it go a go, right? It sounds a bit like a really scary pirate with a wooden leg coming towards you. Listen to this. <laughs> He's dragging that wooden leg. That's quite scary, that. I've probably sharpened it too much, right? right Can you over-sharpen? Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know whether I want to find out. Hey, um, do you one you other can. thing as well. We've talked about yeah. this on this show, the mobile um, sharpening people in their vans. We've had people texting us from all around the country saying, I, I saw one of these mobile scissor knife sharpening people. You've got a car, right? You've got, you've got some new wheels. Yeah. You could, you could get involved. You've got all the kit. You could get involved in that market. Turn up in a VW Golf and sharpen your knives. Text us 81215. <laughs> Gary's tweeted to say he has a monocular. Took 43 days to arrive from China and he can't stop looking at things. Do you know what? I thought you'd get a bit of cream to sort that out, but it sounds like a, an actual <laughs> item you would buy. Uh, James has a silicon garlic peeler, which uh, I also have. They're fantastic. Peel garlic without having stinky fingers. Uh, and Andy has, <laughs> he's bought a, a milk heater and frother so he can make his own flat whites and says he hasn't slept in days. <laughs> I love that. He's just absolutely off his head on caffeine. Can I introduce you to our gadget that I'm obsessed with? Is a, is a, a vacuum cleaner a gadget? Can that be classified as such? Of course it is. Well, we've. This is in no way 
slagging off Henry Hoover's or the Henry Hoover Corporation. But um, I was just getting a bit fed up with him. He was becoming quite um, unruly, uh, our Henry Hoover. He would roll over when I wanted yep. him to do anything. You know, Henry Hoover's sometimes do that. They look at you with that kind of, oh, face, but then they roll over because you don't want them to do anything. So I thought, time for a change. We've sold Henry and we've bought, on the advice of Emma Jones from the Dave Berry Breakfast Show, uh, a shark vacuum cleaner. You heard of these? I haven't heard of them, no. They're very, very cool, very sleek, uh, yeah. and it's got lights on the front. So I feel like it, it's like something from uh, Prometheus whenever I'm hoovering underneath the couch because it's like <laughs> lighting up this science fiction landscape. And the noise is fantastic. Shall I turn her on so you can hear her? Please do. Here we go. Listen to this noise. Now that to me, that's not normal vacuum cleaner noise. That's, you know that really nice noise when you're getting, uh, going on one of them little buses onto a hot tarmac to go yep. on holiday, round the back of the plane? Yes. That's I'm hearing, that I'm hearing pub toilet hand dryer. Now that's not exactly the, um, that's not exactly what I was after. <laughs> I was thinking uh, holiday to the Seychelles, not, not pub toilet. Oh, no, I'm going to be able to, I'm just going to hear pub toilet hand dryer now whenever I do this. <laughs> I'm sorry, mate, I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry. No, Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. I think this one text sums up how the first hour of the show has been going and it reads as follows. This show has turned into QVC. <laughs> hey, look, we're just gadget obsessed tonight. Want to find out about the gadgets in your house that you're really obsessed with right now? I've become a little bit too obsessed with my knife sharpener. If it's turned into QVC, Bush, I think this is no bad thing. Would well, you know what, though? Your, your knife sharpener looks good. I would urge anyone to see the absolutely terrifying video uh, that Richie's <laughs> filmed of himself sharpening some knives uh, in his kitchen on our uh, Twitter at Absolute Radio. Uh, would the next step for you be, do you remember the Rap 2, the samurai sword cutting oh. set that you could get on oh. late night TV that slices oh. eggs into loads of cores? I could see you with one of those. I like the sound of that. I'm hearing about all sorts of gadgets that I didn't know of. Uh, for example, this one from Steve in Bournemouth. It's got to be my magnetic wristband. Great for holding all those screws when you're doing IKEA stuff. What a great idea. Do tell us, do you wear it on the left or the right? Just referring to last <laughs> Don't night's start. show. Don't start. Don't start. it again. Gillian uh, in Glasgow says, my gadget obsession, my laminator. If it's not laminated, is it even real? New worksheet, <laughs> laminate. New timetable, <laughs> laminate. Game-changing gadget, says Gillian. Wow. Uh, John says, my gadget obsession is out of control. I can't stop using my egg top cutter. I must have shaved minutes off my lost time already. What? How, how does that even work? Is that like, um, you know, you might take the end off a cigar. Is it like that, but for eggs? <laughs> is that it? Yes. It's the only way I can look at it. Uh, Johnny Weinberg says, is there a gadget you're obsessed with right now? Yes. My vacuum food sealer bought pre-lockdown has been awesome pre for preserving grub stroke meals in the freezer to last for months. And here's, here's the real rub of this text. It says everything from pre-cooked eggs to fresh meat to home cooking. Pre-cooked eggs. <laughs> Genuinely, the police are going to turn up at Johnny's house soon. That is, <laughs> He needs that entire fridge taken out and looked into. Rich says, my ice maker uh, oh. gives me a litter of nine ice cubes every 10 minutes. Cold drinks, boom. Can I just take issue with him calling it a litter? <laughs> you can turn that right in. But like, <laughs> do you remember what was the thing called, the kid's toy that was just like a big... 
Mr. Snowman, Frosty. you turned his tummy. It's just a big Mr. Frosty, isn't it? Isn't this that, that's what that is? Uh, yeah, Frosty. you could argue that. I'm not having him texting about Mr. Frosty and then having the absolute brass neck to call it a litter of ice. <laughs> that's not the collective term for... What is the collective term for a bag of ice? Please clarify. Um, Kate says, I got a body blade today. I can't wait to try it out tonight. I don't even know what that is. What the hell is a body blade? <laughs> I hope Sounds it's awful. something that's not going to get us in trouble. Yeah, Sam please. says, uh, guys, I've recently bought a skin vacuum gadget for cleaning oh. the blocked pores in your skin. I've used it so much, I've actually managed to take the top layer of skin off my face, which is probably <laughs> a bonus. It's a bit like a skin peel. Two for oh the my. price of one. Sat there looking like the singing detective. There's one for the kids. That's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, and then there's another one. There's not, these are all quite weird. Stacy says, I absolutely love my bagel guillotine. Oh, bagel guillotine. Like Marie Antoinette weird bagel-based thing. Very, very odd. Yeah, but do you know what? I mean, not with sharp knives, it's not such a problem, but halving a bagel is not, it's not, not easy. That's a good point, but surely a bagel guillotine, if there's like a wooden drawstring element to it, literally like the French Revolution, this has gone too far. Paolo's got in touch, his dedication to his gadgets, his his combo of a potato, carrot and cheese slicer peeler machine. He says he even Whoa. takes away with him when he stays in Airbnbs just in case. It's almost like yesterday, he can't be without it. That is absolute madness. Harry says, boys, I have one of those sharpeners and I've recently converted to a shark vacuum. I'm not as obsessed as you two, but I tell you what, they're decent. These are the best of times. <laughs> and Neil has tweeted us a great little gif uh, of his melon slicer. Now, I'm a big fan of melons right. myself, and this is absolutely beautiful. Right. The way you just... <laughs> no, no. Um, didn't say anything. It's an... <laughs> no, you... Right, let's retire. No, 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 there's no need. Let, let, let me, can I tell you about this other one here? This is really good. Go on. Uh, this okay. one says, I treated myself to a label maker. They're to die for. Everything in the house that can have a label is now labelled. No more arguing over phone charger. No more confusion over which plug is for which appliance. The phone even has a label on it. I might even do a few labels when I get home. Now, the old tech for labelling was, you remember those ones you used to get in shops where you would turn a dial to the letter yes. and then click it? And that would have taken ages. I'm presuming label-making has come on some since then. They were fantastic, those things. But, yes, I, I think these days you'd, you'd want sort of like a, some kind of keypad, like on a mobile phone, to be able to type out your label rather than tick, 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 click. It was like cracking a safe. Please get back to us and tell us. Maybe just say it into the machine with technology and just print it out. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Now, you know me. I'm not a Formula One fan. I don't know anything about Formula One at all. However, uh, from this spectator perspective, the best thing about Formula One as it currently is is the tiny little trophy delivery robot. Have you seen that? <laughs> I have. It is brilliant. Isn't it amazing? So because of obviously the pandemic and no one's allowed to be anywhere near each other, they do the podium. They stand on the podium, obviously distanced out, first, second, third. But then, because they don't want someone to go up to them and hand them the trophy, they've got this little robot, which looks like, uh, you know, like the, the, the fridge that you rummage in in your corner shop to get... Uh, an ice cream out of, like a feast or whatever, with a, with a slidey top, like that on wheels, but with the trophy on top of it. And they just type of wheels over to the winner of the Grand Prix and then they pick the trophy up off the top of it. It's unbelievable. 
the great thing is that obviously someone is there at the Grand Prix um, and they're operating it with like a little, you know, remote control thing. So someone's going, right, let's that? go up towards Lewis and stop. It's, oh, I love it. It's brilliant. That'd be so good. Imagine that, like a, a fella with a baseball cap and his lad, like in Robot Wars, just <laughs> off stage right. But I, is it fair to say that mankind has had a history of love affairs with little robots? There's something endearing about little robots. I don't mean like big scary ones and stuff like that. I just mean little robots. Like, for example, my favourite little robot of all time is from a movie from 1979 called Black Hole. Do you remember that movie? An old sci-fi. I don't. I'm going to have to Google image this robot. Have a little look. He's called Vincent in it, and he's a hovering kind of slightly cute, banged up old school robot with like move around eyes. He would be for me my favourite uh, little robot of all time. And I got thinking about him when I saw the Formula One little trophy delivery thing. And I want to, I just want to put this question out there in this second hour of home time tonight. Right? What is your favourite little robot of all time, and why? Have you got a little robot that you like, Richie? Uh, my current favourite, my current favourite is, is, yes, yeah, yeah, very much on uh, vogue, uh, is Speedy, uh, who is uh, featured in the CBB oh. show Grace's Amazing Machines. Uh, now, you'll love this, even if you haven't got kids, because the darkness provide the music, uh, the yes. theme music. Um, and Speedy is a little remote control car uh, that uh, delivers an envelope to uh, reveal the theme of each episode. And uh, he's cool. And I think when he comes across the racetrack, he goes, Speed Air! What other robot has got his own music provided by Justin Hawkins? Do you know what? It's a good point. Vince never had his own backing tracks. The little trophy delivery robot off of Formula One, he got stuck the other day. He hasn't even got a backing track. Come on then, best little robot of all time. 81215 to text the show. You can use this technology of which we talk by tweeting at Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Joe has suggested Wall-E, another robot actually who probably could deliver a Formula One trophy if he wanted to. Now, someone was taking the mickey out of me the other day for the way I say that. Is it Wall-E or Wall-E? How how do you say his name, that little robot? What are you going with? I would personally go with Wall-E because that's kind of how he says it. Please never do that again. Please never do that again. No, he's done it again. Uh, Lucy May says, uh, easy, it's this good boy from Doctor Who. And she's included a photo of K9, the little robot dog who absolutely terrified me when I was a kid. There's something about him. He's just terrifying. I love the fact that the robot dog never got any better as the series got newer. No, he was just still clearly a cardboard box with a fella in it. <laughs> Adam says, what about Biddy, Biddy, Biddy? Um, who I think he's talking about the little, remember the little metal one who looks like a little lad? Yes. Uh, in um, Buck Rogers. <laughs> Do you, remember, you know, like um, the blind boy that you used to get, that you could put a money collection box, he used to put coins in the top of his head? Yes. Remember him? He looks yes. like a robot version of him, but I can't remember what his name is. Your descriptive powers are at their peak this evening, my friend. Thank you very much, Richie. Thank you. Uh, I've never understood why Futurama wasn't bigger. Uh, I loved it. And uh, Paul is suggesting the one and only Bender. Yes, he was kind of a naughty robot, wasn't he? He was really, yes. Gone off the rails. John says, uh, there are thousands of robots in South Africa because that's what we call the traffic lights over there. I did not know that. Is he having a song? It's weird, isn't it? Wait until the robot robot goes green and then you can cross the road. The green man, that is not lights. It's confusing. (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, Lisa is remembering the robot from the Smash Mash adverts. Oh, no, I don't like them. They were freaky as hell. <laughs> they are up there with K9 for bad, bad robots. Uh, Bandajit on, uh, sorry if I've butchered your name, on Facebook, uh, he suggested Metal Mickey. And I like Metal Mickey was okay, like an 80s like uh, kids TV show thing. Didn't like his hair. Metal Mickey's little weird curly-whirly hair used to just freak me yeah. out a little bit. Uh, Eugene also mentioning Metal Mickey, and it, it got me thinking. You, you have to say one thing about your eighties robots—they've been eaten a fair bit. The, your eighties robot was a was a big robot. I, th I do think they've really slimmed down. Yeah, they were all kind of barrel-chested fellas back then, weren't <laughs> yeah, they? they? Yeah, Metal Mickey had kind of like, almost like a comb over. Uh, Matt has suggested uh, Dusty Bin from Ted Rogers. <laughs> uh, do you remember that three? Because he used to do three, two, one. But like yeah. everyone was saying, people have a couple of people having a, a pop on Twitter saying there's no way you could do the three, two, one. But he just says three, two, one. How is that difficult? I'm also uh, just as a point of order here. Is is Dusty Bin really a robot, or was he just a humanised bin? I think he was sentient. I think him and uh, Ted had big chats about the direction they wanted the show to go in, and then occasionally, without thinking, absentmindedly, Ted had like. Um, chuck a, a chocolate wrapper in the top of Dusty Bin's head and you go, hey, whoa, 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 boundaries. Uh, Sam in Kent says, long time listener to the show. This is the first time I've ever texted in. My favourite little robot is that little round Roma one from primary school in the 90s. You remember that one? The one with a smiley face on which you had to type instructions into to get it to move left, right or forwards or backwards. It had the whole of the class in awe. Sam, we love the fact that you're a long-time listener to the show and thank you for texting in for the first time today. I have absolutely no idea what you're on about. No, I know what they're talking about. I mean, literally <laughs> no idea what they're talking about. Is it a hallucination? I mean, the ro if you're going to call it a robot, we had one TV on wheels with a wooden, like, antique uh, openable pair of doors on the front in our school. Shared one BBC Electron, but I don't know if that classifies as a robot. Hey, but well, cheers for getting involved. Sam says, Sam says that it was primary school in the 90s. I think for you and me, it was a dim and distant memory in the 90s. Yeah, if you want to find out what it was like for us going to school, read the little book on it called Angela's Ashes. <laughs> uh, Charlie says, does Bubo the Owl from Clash of the Titans count as a little robot? He was ace. Do you remember him in the original 1970s Clash of the Titans movie? It was like a little animated owl. He was fantastic. Uh, quite a few people mentioning Huey, Dewey and Louie from uh, the 70s film Silent Running. Uh, this text here, Matt in Swindon, says, I nearly cried. Oh, God bless him. Uh, Scott says, what about the mouse droid from Star Wars? Now, this is a fantastic little robot. It's, it's quite niche, this, but there's a scene in the Death Star when the stormtroopers are all running around because they realise they're getting attacked. And there's this little box on wheels that goes... <laughs> no one's even taking any notice of it at all. It's just a type of wheeling about. Are you all right? <laughs> Not seen you for four months. I'm worried. You know what? I'm going to put my Uber back on again. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, little, did, little did the Formula One people think when they did a robotised trophy presentation at the weekend that a radio show would devote so much time to it. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Let's stay 80s with Luke Webster's suggestion of Big Track. Now there was a toy and definitely a robot. So Big Track was the, never had this when I was a kid, always wanted it, never had it. Uh, the car with the trailer on the back and you just programmed it where around the lounge you wanted it to go, yeah? 
You got it. You would program where you wanted it to go around the lounge and then it would go nowhere near where you wanted it to go and just smash up a skirting board. That's it. I remember the advert now. You could give the paper to your dad or something like that. Do you remember that? Give him this paper. <laughs> that was it. Go on, have the news of the world, Dad. Uh, Chloe says, surely Robert the Robot from CBBS and Justin's house deserves a shout. <laughs> it's a very good point, but we have talked about this before, not on the show, but privately. We wonder whether Robert the Robot's being held against his will by Justin. He always seems to be cleaning for him and answering the door. Do you know what I mean? You can't rule it out. Tom in Tring asks, I know technically it's a cooker, but it could be passed as a robot. How about the one on the moon from Wallace and Gromit's Grand Day Out? All he wanted to do was go skiing. And that's a perfect place to end it. Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie is what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Thank you to everyone who's got in touch this evening about their favourite little robot. It's good to know that people still have a very special place in their heart for tiny robots. I do feel we need to apologise, though. Um, over the last 60 minutes, people have got in touch talking about um, Milton Keynes robots, and I thought it was people just bashing Milton Keynes because that's what people do, and it's not fair. Um, I've looked into it more. We've dismissed this, Bush. Milton Keynes does have these Starship robots that deliver shopping and takeaways all over Milton Keynes. It's like a little... Like a little train robot looks. It looks like a a, a cool ba- like a cool box you might take on a picnic. But it's got wheels and a antennae, and it, it it roams around the city delivering stuff to people. That can't be. I mean, I saw a couple of texts coming earlier on, and I just presume people were mucking around. Although when you think about it, I've been to Bletchley Park, which is in or near Milton Keynes. I think they've got the national. Um, like computer museum there or something like that. They've got they've got a tradition of this kind of stuff. So maybe maybe they have got AI knocking around serving food. First place in the world to have a roundabout, I believe, as well. Well, it all adds up, doesn't it? If you're looking at the Terminator movie in terms of the future of tech, it's in Milton Keynes. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Tuesday night's home time with Bush and Richie. Uh, we're about to head to a feature that was rested last week whilst Richie was on his holiday. So I presume that week is spent uh, with the tombola being lovingly restored. I'm thinking it may be some kind of woodwork centre or by a carpenter, glasses on the end of his nose, finely sanding bits and getting it back to full glory. Do you think that's the case, Richie? You'd imagine that would be the case, but of course, the Tombola, since March, has been in the bedroom of our erstwhile producer, the tooting ball botherer himself. Um, let's uh, let's catch up with him right now and see whether there's been any servicing that's been done on the uh, on the Tombola. How are you, Adem? I'm very well. I would. Um, there's nothing new with the Tombola, but it's not been used right. for a couple of weeks, so it's not any worse. Okay, well, bits of it kind of fell off last time we gave it a spin. I thought, as our producer, that you may have used this downtime to maybe strip it back. You know how you watch those daytime programmes uh, on ITV and it's like people recondition an old chair and make something really nice of it again? That's what I was thinking was going to happen with the Tombola, because it's on its last legs. Well, then you're thinking an awful lot of me, aren't you? There's oh, every God. chance he has been stripping things back, but I don't think it's the Tombola. Let's, right, let's, uh, it, let's, let's spin the Tombola. <laughs> enough of that. Let's give it a spin. I've seen you on TikTok. <laughs> 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 a vigorous spin tonight. He sounds angry. He does sound angry, doesn't he? Yes. Right. It's ball number 
61. Ooh. Ball number 61, nicknames for strangers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's so good. So if you've ever come up with a name for somebody that you don't know who they are, maybe it's like walks past with a buggy girl. You see that you see them go past your house at the same time every day, maybe a waypoint for your life, but you don't know who they are. For example, I don't know who the guy across the road is from me. I don't know his name, but we talked about this on the show yesterday. He will be known as Cafeteria Man, even though he right. meant Cafetiere. Even though I've never seen the guy, I knew immediately what his name was going to be. I knew, that's there brilliant. I love it. Richie, we share a common one, which I don't know why, but we've got Tiger Man. Now, that, uh, that is a man that is quite often seen in the, uh, the town centre of Harlow. Really? Yeah. A den will So explain. who just took a massive gulp of drink then? Not, Not me. me. Someone did just do a gulp of drink. There's no two ways about it. No, I was Googling... I was, I was trying to Google Tiger Man and see if there's a story there, but I don't know the story. Richard, uh, was that you doing a gulp of drink? I promise you it was not me gulping. Someone, um, someone gulped then. <laughs> Listeners, right, that you've just heard. You've just heard that. Who's gulping whilst we're talking? What's going on? I don't have any liquids near me. That is gulp mad. Gate. It's, it's <laughs> gulp gate. Is there any way, right? And obviously the main topic is nicknames for strangers. And I want to find out a bit more about more, more about Tiger Man in a minute. But um, if there's any way we can isolate that little bit of video <laughs> and, and hear it again in the next link, that would be really good. Because we need to get to the bottom of this. Does it very quickly explain Tiger Man? Does he wear like an outfit or what? So he's in an army outfit, Richie. Beret on it. Has he got a beret yes. on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he doesn't own tigers, so I'm not sure why he's called Tiger Man. It's not a Carol Baskin type thing going on. He's just okay. called Tiger Man. If anyone can shed any light on, text us, 81215. Get him doing phoners now. <laughs> yeah, right, look. Back in your box. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tuesday Tombola, to get things uh, straight here, nicknames for strangers, 81215, get in touch. And if you do know who gulped in the middle of everything that just happened, and we don't really know what did just happen, also get in touch. Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. thought of another one. Uh, in my previous house, previous place I used to live, there was a bloke who lived in the road. He seemed to own about seven cars. Um, and so we called him Evans Houseshaw. We had no idea what his name was, but <laughs> in our house, he was called Evans Houseshaw. Loving that. A1215, if you've got a nickname for someone you've never met before. Uh, we do need to deal with this. At the very, very beginning of this feature about the Tuesday Tombola, we had what can only be described as a fa like a phantom gulp or swallow in the middle of uh, the bit that we were doing live on air. Uh, everyone denied it. Richie, you say it wasn't you. Wasn't me, promise you. Producer Adem, you said it wasn't you. 100% wasn't me. It sounds like a, a shaggy song, this, but it wasn't me either. <laughs> We've managed to identify the clip. Have a listen to this. As far as I'm concerned, this is clearly someone drinking something and then putting their canister back down on the desk. Here we go. Really? Yeah. <laughs> listen to that. We've got a phantom gulper. One more time, Adem, please. Have a listen. Really? Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I'm going to say this right now. You and I, seasoned professional broadcasters. Absolutely. There was one person who was part of this. No, 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 Who is not a broadcaster, I, who is not used to not gulping in the middle of talking. That's who yeah. the gulper was. I am yeah. very parched. I don't have a phlegmy mouth. And I'll play it once more because I think there's a pause between the gulp and Richie speaking. Really? Yeah. 
No, no, no. no. He would have had to have swallowed that incredibly quickly for Richie then to get his words out with. Play it one more time. Richie, listen to the gulp. Here's the key bit with this. Listen to the gulp. That, that water would still be in Richie's mouth as really he's come out of his mouth. Listen, have a listen. Really? Yeah. Uh, it, 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 the, no, the water's that... still passing through the it's definitely you it's 100% not me but I can take the blame if you want to live on a throne of lies blame me I don't mind oh, oh listen to him. he's got a catchphrase now right we don't need to hear from you again before the end of the show 8 yes. 12 15 with your throne of lies uh, nicknames <laughs> for strangers please it's the Tuesday Tom Bowler Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Wendy's tweeted and says someone was definitely drinking earlier on. Hashtag Gulpgate. Look, Wendy, we're trying to yes. <laughs> we're trying to move on. All right. <laughs> this this is up. This is our grassy knoll. This is the Hometime Show's grassy knoll right there. Uh, Max uh, says but- there's a bloke who lives around the corner from me who always wears big massive headphones. We call him Headset. <laughs> uh, Julie good. is referring to Tina Two Cars. Says she lives down the road, has two cars, and complains if you park outside her house. There she goes, Tina Two Cars. Uh, Terry Fisher uh, says, Bush and Ritchie, I used to get the same train as a guy whose tops were a little on the s- snug side. Uh, so I christened him Two Tight T shirt Terry. <laughs> no idea what he was really called, but he really looked like a Terry. <laughs> I love the fact that he's been given a fake name that's actually quite hard to say. Uh, and then Rob uh, is referring to the neighbour over the road uh, who was once seen wearing camouflage pants ever since she's been known as G.I. Joan. Stephen Somerset says, we call our neighbour Moonpig as he's got a brummy accent and reminds us of the old Moonpig card advert. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Love it. Uh, this tweet came in, says, old bloke who I don't know who lives down the road, drives an old Metro. He's quite short. We call him Metronome. Oh, that's the best one so far. Bloke in my local is called Die Young. His nickname is Live Fast. <laughs> <laughs> Fabienne, possibly our oh. poshest listener of the show tonight, says, my husband drops the kids off every morning at the school opposite a man in a high-vis jacket who's always standing at the gates looking up and down the road. My husband and daughter have named him He Who Waits. I love that. It's slightly mystical. And Gig on Twitter <laughs> says, I once had neighbours who we named Mr and Mrs Do It Yourself Keep Fit. As we always, they were always fixing stuff, and she lived in her gym gear. <laughs> Robin Bagshot says, Guys, 10 years ago on our first holiday together in Crete with my now wife Lou, we nicknamed a stranger at our hotel Lilo Man. We, we were in hysterics watching him try and fail miserably to get on his Lilo in the hotel pool. He was also on our flight home. <laughs> we, we managed to get a sneaky pic of me with him in the background getting his luggage off the carousel. It's like a little celebrity, this guy. Uh, we've got a guy called Anger Management, a neighbour we saw argue with his missus in the driveway and then drive off angrily in his car once. <laughs> I like that. Wow. Uh, here's a stranger, says this text. My friend and I nicknamed the heavy breathing man at the gym, Huffy Puffy Man. Fast forward 15 years, <laughs> he's now one of my good friend's husbands. I've never told my friend what I used to call her husband. I love it that they've confided in us, though. Uh, Jack says, a little guy that lives down the road that I nickname Runaway Turnaway because he looks like Jimmy Somerville. (laughs) I love that. It's brilliant. Oh, fantastic. Absolute 
Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Can I just apologise uh, for what I said at the beginning of the podcast and also during the show itself uh, and the comments that I made about the noise uh, that your brand new vacuum cleaner makes? Yeah, well, you've... It's my favourite new gadget. That's all that we've been talking about on this show, and you've you've kind of ruined it actually, because you say that it sounds like a toilet hand dryer, and that's all I can hear now. On the subject of toilet hand dryers, have you ever wondered why those Dyson Airblades, which I love, I absolutely love those things in toilets, why aren't they available in the home? All right, my wife spent spends so much money on towels; it'd be so much cheaper if we just have one of them in the bathroom. And if you think about it, you know, away from the prying eyes of other strangers in the loo with you, with that kind of thing in the bathroom, it's, it's more than just hands you could dry. You could dry anything. OK. <laughs> is, that, is that it? Are you calling this? Is that the end? That's, it's pulling I, up the stumps and going. I think it would be best. Richie walking off, jumper on shoulders, stumps are gone. He's heading to the, is it the paddock? Is that the name of it? Pavilion. But I don't, think, I don't think now's the time to be talking about stumps. <laughs> Hence wins the hometown show The boys have left the studio But let me be your guarantor That hometown will be back for more Push and Richie on the radio They'll be back again tomorrow Pass the music interview Subscribe, rate, and leave